In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right, tonight, I just play, you know, I don't think we have a nursery or, or they kind of something happened, so they're not able to be there tonight. And uh, we do have armor bearers going on. And if you're armor bearer age in here, the ladies are going to have uh, lady services. And in the youth room, the men are going to have man church. So uh, be dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake hands, greet each other, and assemble in your perspective place tonight. God bless everybody before you dismiss. It's wonderful to hear that the word of God is living. These words that we speak are so meaningful. Amen. As I think of the body of Christ, the body of Christ, and its connection with Christ. It's a union. There's a union. There's a covenant relationship that we have between the body of Christ and the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only is it a union, but in that union there's compromise. There's sacrifice. We at times give up things in order to draw that union closer to God. And there's no better example of that union than our pastor and first lady. Amen. 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 There's nothing like a godly marriage to give us the example of the marriage between the body of Christ and Jesus. And pastor and Sister C would come forth. 36 years. 36 years. What a great example. What a great example of a godly marriage for this body, Life Church, to see this example lived out before us. Unity, union, a sacrifice, compromise, selflessness, not only in their ministry, but also in their love for each other. Amen. And we want to present this gift to you two on your 36th anniversary on behalf of Life Church. We're so thankful for you and we congratulate you on 36 years of marriage. Amen. So you're showing the gift, there's a gift card in there. Amen. So we want to give instruction with the gift card. We know that you're about to go on a cruise. And so it would be great that you could use that gift card, but it's only used within the states, and so you won't be able to use it outside the country. <laughs> Amen. We, we love you, Pastor and Sister C. Enjoy your 36 years of marriage. Amen. Thank you. I'm excited. It's wonderful to, I don't feel 36, so it's hard to imagine I've been married 36 years. I, I, I don't feel, right now I don't. I've been speaking those good things. I've been formulating positive things with my words. I've been praying God for things. And, and so I don't feel 36, so it's hard to imagine 36 years, but it's been wonderful. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I love being married to this wonderful, beautiful young lady. <laughs> We got married when we were like three, so <laughs> that's why you can say that. No, it's a blessing, and it's all God. 
you know, I don't take any of this that we, we're here and we do everything and we put it all in, but it's a God thing. And it takes three. That's just fine. It takes three. If it weren't for Jesus, where would we be? It's all the Lord. And I don't know, since we first got married, we've always done something special for our anniversary. And, uh, it, you know, different people do different things, but that's one of those things we've always made that day, that weekend special. And uh, we, we spend that together. And uh, I see my lovely daughter, she will tell you, she's been the run of us doing something special by having to always go to babysitters when she was little on that one weekend. But, or one week. but thank you so much. God bless you in Jesus' name. Ladies, y'all have fun in here. All right, you guys. Ladies, you are not dismissed, but all of my brothers and armor bearers. You guys have armor bearers tonight. How exciting. Do it. What are the ages for armor bearers? They're ages for armor bearers, and we're none of us. Eight to 18, there we go, we have an answer. Eight to 18, little gentlemen. Eight to 18, Brother Steve will take you, and our ladies will be in here. And it's so good to see you guys. So good to see you all. So, um, Sister Chrissy and I just put this together real quick. Um, we just wanted to think pink. If you know Christy and if you know myself, what are our, what is our favorite color? Yes. And guess what? Valentine's Day is the best time to celebrate pink. I love pink. All things pink. So Christy and I went down this path and uh, we were like, no, if it's not pink or red or white, it's not going to happen. And then guess what? I wound up buying chocolate cookies. How does that happen? Don't do that. We were thinking pink. So we just wanted to celebrate all things pink and give you a little sweet treat tonight. And But thank you guys for coming. I'm going to bless this food. I'm going to let you add it. We have hot chocolate up here. We have all the little sprinkles and toppings for that. Think pink. It is pink and red. And then just cupcakes and sugar and enjoy it. Guess what? It's it's love month, as Pastor always calls it. So enjoy a little bit of sugar at this time in your life. So I'm going to bless this, these sweet treats um, and pray that they just, you know, don't land anywhere and they just pass them right on and we're good. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for every lady in this room. God, I thank you for your mercy, God, for it is renewed every morning. God, I thank you for your grace, oh God. I pray that you overshadow us, Lord, in this place. God, I pray that you anoint our speaker. God, I pray that you'll let these ladies enjoy some great fellowship with one another. God, I pray that you just bless this food, bless our time together, order our steps this year in 2024. God, let us grow deeper and stronger together, God, than we've ever been before. I thank you, God, for everything that you've done, for everything that you're going to do, God. Restore souls, bring souls in. Let us be a light, God, in this city. Do a mighty work in all things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys can jump in up here and get you some sugar. The only healthy thing I think up here is strawberries, so if you're into health, I would get up here quick. Because <laughs> the rest of it might be loaded with sugar.
cupcake girl.
Are y'all enjoying all things pink? Yes. I should have given you a heads up so y'all could have wore pink and red and hearts and all the things. Yes. Y'all, we had a good turnout. It's so exciting.
2024, if you remember last ladies' um, service, I handed out papers, and I guess you guys think we're rocking it, because I only got just a very few back. So I'm just going to take that as we're doing an amazing, awesome job, and y'all don't have anything to add. <laughs> so, and y'all know I'm being silly. Um, but I will tell you what we are adding. Um, and I'm super excited because this year I wanted to do some things different. Y'all know the first Tuesday of every month we have Ladies Breakaway. Um, and that will continue. We will do that every month. So just know the first Tuesday of every month um, will be in here. All our Firm Foundation people, i.e. Welcome to Life people, we will be in here for special services, for breakaways, those kind of things. We'll be in here. Um, which is why it does take us a little bit longer to finish that class. Um, but on top of those, I wanted to add some fun things for our ladies, um, just so you guys can fellowship and do some fun things that you might not do on your own, but you'll do in a group. So um, the first thing that we're doing, Chrissy, did you, Chrissy, is she on here? I do not see her. She's probably out there buzzing about busy. Um, so the first fun thing that we're doing is in April, and I think, I think it's April 30th. Maybe Heather knows. Heather, do you know the date? Yeah. She's going to look it up real quick. So we do have a painting um, event planned. We will go there. And you have to prepay. We are reserved, okay? So, um, and I don't, Heather will pull up the information for me because um, I couldn't find it earlier. Ha oh, ha, here it is. Okay. Can you read this? Because you know, I don't have glasses on. Uh, April 19th at 6 o'clock. It is $40 per person. It is called Paint and Praise. And you can contact Ashley Mason. Great. So it will be $40. And they, um, what all that includes is they give you the thing, the thing. I think it's wood, I think, or canvas or something. I don't know. And then they teach you how to paint it, and it's really pretty. I've seen a lot of them. Um, we picked, I think, three or four different designs. Um, so it is $40 um, to be able to go and enjoy this time with your sisters and have a great time and learn how to paint, and you come away with something for your house. It's a cool hanging thing, and they're, they're rather large. So if you're interested, please see Sister Ashley. You will need to pay in advance because we did have to put down a deposit for that, which means that the church will pay, but you pay the church. Does that make sense? Okay, good. Next thing that we're doing. Everybody say next thing. All right. Sister Katrina is working on a ladies' tea in Savannah for us. I just talked to her today, and um, that is going to be $30 a person. We are looking at June or July. Um, I'm giving you guys enough time that you can save. If you just start saving a couple of dollars a week, you'll be able to like be able to do this. So um, that's going to be a ladies' tea, and it is going to be in Savannah, and we will take the van. The same thing, you will either need to see Sister Katrina or see myself. You will need to prepay because the church will be responsible for the bill. So we need for you to prepay. And then we will load up and go. We don't have that date in nailed down yet because they won't let me book but three months in advance. And I wanted to do this paint thing 
first, so we're doing that in April, and then probably June or July, we will do the, um, the tea. The next thing that we have planned, <laughs> I can say it, okay. The next thing that we have planned is um, Sister Heather Fowler is going to, uh, she is going to sponsor, not sponsor, but she's going to host or she's going to, whatever, she's going to do it. Whatever that is, word I'm looking for. And we're going to do a cake decorating class with Sister Heather. And the pricing and reservations for that are coming shortly. She will let us know. But you will get your own mini cake. And she will give you decorating instructions. And she's going to be a lot of fun, okay? Ladies, we're trying to do things that are fun. Because our spiritual moments, we come in here on these breakaways. But I wanted to do something fun for you guys this year that's different. Things we've not done, you know? So that's going to be cake decorating with Heather. And then the last thing so far that we have planned for the year, Sister Joanna. Do you have the um, flyer for that? <laughs> Y'all know who, who makes all, who creates all of our social media, and she's been doing an incredible job. Because it is just, yes, if you have, you should all know what's going on because it is blowing up on socials. So um, if you ever have a doubt, go to our church page, and it is all there. Okay, Heather's going to announce this one because she has the information. Okay, ladies' night photos and friends at Joanna Inc. Photography. The cost is $15 per person. It is September 6th at 6 o'clock. And you will get two digital images with your cost. Tell them what it's for. Do I do? Tell them where the money is going. Um, the money, did we decide? Stand up and tell us, Joanna. So I told Sister C that the money that you guys are paying for the pictures, it's gonna go to whatever needs money, whether it's the Osprey Home Food Bank, if there's a benevolent fund for the lady, if there's a lady in need, that's what that money's going to go for. So your $15 donation, Joanna's doing this out of the goodness of her heart. If you don't understand the value of this, let me explain. She is a professional photographer. She does this for a living. She is doing this because she is awesomeness. And so you will walk away with two digital pictures. Everybody say digital. digital. Yes, she will not be printing images, but she will give them to you via digital. Okay, she can text them, she can email them to you. All right, so is everybody excited about our events? Yes, I'm so excited. All right, so the paint party is the first thing. Please, please see Sister Ashley to do that. Um, we have, we're gonna receive offering at the moment. And then I'm going to bring our speaker up. And um, so, Sister, uh, Sister Karen, can you? All right. Um, Naomi, do we have a bag up here? We do. So, we are going to receive the offering. So, I'm going to pray. I'm going to bless it. And I see, I see my girls on this front row. All right. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for your mercy, oh God. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. God, I pray that you do a mighty work. Bless this offering. God, I pray that you bless our speaker tonight. God, I pray, Lord, that you anoint her, God. She is so anointed. And I pray, God, that you just use her in a mighty way. God, in this place, God, I pray, Lord, that you just let your word come forth, God. And I pray, Lord, that we receive it in our hearts. Do a mighty abundant work in this place. We thank you, Jesus, for all things. We love you, praise you, and in Jesus' name, we give you glory. Amen. 
Alright, if you have, if you want to tithe an offering or those kinds of things, please feel free to come up and I will continue to talk because y'all know that I will just fill in all the dead space because I'm an extrovert and that's what I do. And so I just keep talking to let things not be awkward and then I'll probably make it more awkward, but it's fine. Alright, <laughs> so um, we love, we love, love, love ladies breakaways because it's a great time for us to come in here and receive and um so our speaker for tonight um she is a very 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 special lady i've known her for wow probably 14 15 years at this point and um they are a huge 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 blessing in our church and i'm very very thankful for them they are pastoral staff and she is actually the one and only doctor's wife in our whole church, so she's unique in that. Um, incredible lady, incredible woman of God. She, um, she's a teacher. She is just an amazing singer. We all know her. We all love her so, 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 so very much. And we all know the power and authority that she walks in. And if you ask her anything, she's going to take you right to the Word. Well, the Word says, the Bible says this, well, the Bible says, and that's what we need. We need that in our life because guess what? I need to know what the Bible says. So, Sister Parks, without further ado, you guys give her a hand and let's just receive what this says the Lord from our sister. just give give God's people just anything 
So the Lord gave me perfected love. And he gave me another topic, but it all goes together. All right? And I do have scripture, but of course I didn't get a chance to give them to the, uh, to the people back there or whatever. But if you have your Bibles, that would be wonderful because it's very important for us to bring our Bibles, even though they may speak and say, oh, this scripture is here, you still want to see the word for yourself. Amen. All right. Perfected love. What is it? What is perfected love? Let's go to scripture. In 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. Beloved, let us, oh, first of all, I'm so sorry. Let's pray over this lesson. Jesus, Lord, I thank you and I praise you for this time, oh God, where we come to hear of your word, to read your word, Lord God. I pray that our hearts will be soiled, good soil, and that your word, the seed of your word, will fall upon our hearts where our hearts will be good soil, receiving your word, Lord God, and allowing, oh God, our, allowing the roots, oh God, to be planted and grounded within our hearts, oh God, that we receive your word, Lord God, applying your word to our lives, living your word, Lord God, because Lord God, without your word, Lord God, we are lost, oh God. But Lord, I thank you and I praise you, oh God, for your word, for it is a lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path, oh God. Lord, help us to hide your word in our hearts, Lord God, that we will not sin against you, oh God. Help us to fall deeper and deeper and deeper in love with you, in love with your word, Lord God, Jesus, that we will know how to love, oh God. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen and touch each and every one of these sisters. I pray, oh God, that, Lord, that their hearts and their spirit and their mind be captivated, Lord God. Let your word flow through me, oh God, Jesus. For, oh Lord, I am a vessel, Lord God, Jesus. Humbly come before you, oh God. Lord, let your power, your anointing flow, oh God, from my mouth, oh God. Let not a thought, oh God, of my own come from my mouth, oh God. But, Lord, let every word that flow from me be your word. And, Lord, direct me in what to say, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you for what you're going to do, oh God, this night. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Let's get to it. All right. First John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, 
because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Verse 10, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Those scriptures basically told us what is perfect, perfect love. Perfect love, first of all, is God. God. The word of God tells us that God is love. And that perfect love, he showed us when he died upon the cross, when he shed his blood. And that scripture that speaks of that propitiation word, herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That word is a word that's basically letting us know that Jesus took our place and became the perfect sacrifice by taking on the punishment of our sins or his blood as the payment for our sins. The he took on the punishment that we deserved. He was perfect, sinless, spotless, and he was the only one that could take that on. We could not, because we were born in sin and shaped into iniquity. I thank him so much for taking on something that I, I couldn't do it. None of us could do it. Only he could do it. That's perfect love. He sacrificed his life for us to reconcile us back to him. In the beginning, everything was perfect. But because sin came into the earth, there had to be a plan. And God, he became that plan for us. And I thank him so much for that. Now, how to keep his love perfected in us? How do we do that? Love the Lord thy God his way, not our way. People may say, you may ask the question, what is love? Can anybody ask and give me an answer? What is love to you? What is love? God is love. But I'm talking about, like if you ask someone out there on the street. Unconditional. Anybody else? Kind. Unity. Patient. Yeah, like the scripture says, love is patient, love is kind. All right. How to keep his love perfected in me. Love the Lord thy God his way. All right, we're going to go to the scriptures. Let's go to Mark chapter 12, verses 29 through 34. 
It says, And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments, is hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like, namely, this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said unto him, Well, master, thou hast said, said the truth, but there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, and with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all, more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God. And no man after that durst ask him any question. So, the scripture tells us, the first commandment is hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. Yes, we believe that he's one Lord, but that's not all. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, strength. Let's define heart. The heart is regarded as the seat of spiritual or conscious life. Consciousness, soul, spirit. The emotional as distinguished from the intellectual nature. The intent, purpose, desire. That's the heart. The soul. Let's define that. Find out what that means. As entity conceived as the essence, substance, actuating cause of life. Separate in nature from the body. Man's moral and emotional nature. The seat of real life. Vitality. Action. Disembodied spirit or a spiritual being, immortal, eternal, breath of life. The mind, the intellect, the will, that which one thinks, fixed direction of thought, mental disposition or mood. Strength, intensity, force, vehemence, vigor of style. And also, let's define all. Wholly, completely, exclusively, solely, exceedingly. Love the Lord thy God wholly. This is a, bringing all those together, the heart, soul, mind, strength, and all. Bringing all those together, according to the scripture, as far as it defining it, love the Lord thy God wholly, completely, and exceedingly with thy spiritual and emotional nature, consciousness, and breath of life. Love him vehemently with thy vitality, intellect, will, and moral fiber. That's all. Loving the Lord your God, all. 
all of you, with all of your being, with all of your life, loving him. On this commandment hangs the whole law. Look, let's look at it closer, and we will see the greatest commandment in two parts. Part one, there is only one Lord. We're still talking about love. There is only one Lord. And part two, he is to be loved 100% with all heart, soul, mind, and strength. We got that. In the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 5, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Just as Sister Crutchfield taught in Firm Foundation, you're going to have witnesses in the scripture. So in the New Testament, it says also, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. In the Old Testament, it says it too. The truth was to be taught to the children at all times and to be written upon the posts of each house and also the gates. God's chosen people were to be surrounded at all times by this important truth. The Lord thy God is one Lord and thou shalt love him with all thy heart. In Exodus 23 through 5, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. He's a jealous God. He loves us so much he don't want anyone or anything else to take his place. He loves us so much that he doesn't want the cares of this life to become the forefront of our lives. He wants him first in our lives. Without this first and most important thing, you have no religion, salvation, or truth. All truth is based upon this principle. He is one Lord, and we are to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. That is why the first lesson learned should be how to love the Lord thy God. When we, when we become saved, we get filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name, you can tell someone is a new convert. You can tell when they first receive the Holy Ghost. You can see the you can see the presence of God upon them. They come up out that water. They see things brand new. To me, when I see them, they look brand new. And you can see the love of God upon them. Why? Because they want to hug everybody. They want to say, I love you, I love you. Oh, and they don't even know you, and they want to hug on you. That's when you know they've been baptized with the love of God. But sometimes when you've been saved for a while, we have to go back and get baptized again in the presence of God and be baptized again in the love of God. We got to do that. And that is an everyday thing in the presence of God. Oh, 
imperative to make him, our God, the object of your affection and seek to please him at all times of the day. Stand in the presence of God, day and night. He is, he is a 24-hour God, not just an emergency savior. I read that, and I was like, oh God, help me, because there are times we get to that place where if, if he is not first, then there are times we get caught up in life, and we're rushing in life. Oh God, I need you here. God, I need you to be with me when I do this today. God, blah, 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 do this, do that. He is not just an emergency savior. He is our God. He is our life. He is, he is the lover of our souls. It is his desire to abide with his people. He wants to commune with us. He wants to give us guidance and be a part of our lifestyle and our thoughts. The scripture says that his thoughts, his thoughts are always on us. He is always thinking about us. But are we always thinking about him? God knew that man's nature was influenced greatly by what he adored and loved. That is man's nature. What we love, we're going to, that's, that's, we're going to be all involved in it. We love it, I'm going to be right there with what I love. Okay? That's man's nature. My husband, he loves motorcycles. Yes, he bought him a brand new motorcycle. And it's a nice motorcycle. I would say it's got all the little dings and the things and all that in it. Y'all, it even glitters in the sun. He loves that motorcycle. But I, I have to remind him at times. But that motorcycle is not God. But I thank God for a loving husband that do love God. And he shows that every day in our household. The Lord came to lift man and give him abundant life. In order for this to happen, man must love God. In order for us to experience the abundant life that he has for us, we got to love him. We are shaped, oh, this is a quote. Okay, this is like somebody's name and, and I probably was messing all up. I'll say it anyway. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. If I said it wrong, I'm sorry, okay? He said, we are shaped and influenced by what we love. The verb love means to be in love with, to give or experience love, to take delight or pleasure in, to have a strong liking or desire for, to praise. Isn't that something that we all want? God wants it too. 
To truly love the Lord means to live so that he is at the center of everything and to let him be Lord of your consciousness, will, intellect, spirit, and heart. It means to live a life that would praise him and bring honor to him. Loving God is living a life that will bring praise and honor to him. And that is a prayer that I have prayed. Lord, I want to please you above anything in my life. I want to please you. Yeah, I'm human and I fall short. But when I see that I'm getting off track, I know that I can get right back on track because I know he loves me. And that's where he wants me to be, in my rightful place, in his presence with him. Pleasing and honoring him. It is not a prerogative, but a command to love him. It is not, oh, if I want to, or I don't know. No, God commands you to. In Deuteronomy 30 and 16, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whether thou goest to possess it. It's not a choice. He commands us to. But if there are people that choose not to love him. The scripture lets us know in Deuteronomy 30, 17 through 19. I'm not going to read 17 through 19. I'm going to read one verse. And I think the ending of that verse says it for itself, says it all. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. So, it will be a curse if we don't, if we choose not to love God. And that is something I don't want to, to be cursed. And when I read this scripture, I was like, wow. But even though... Even though that we know that if we don't love God, you're not going to follow his plan. You're not going to obey his word. And if that be the case, you're just not going to make it at all. We have to be in love with God. We have to keep him first. We have to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength in order to be blessed. In order to walk in the life that he has destined and designed for us to live. You have a choice to choose life or death simply by who you love. Deuteronomy 3 and 20. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him for he is 
thy life. We have to see God as our life. We have to see him as God. If I'm not with you, I'm dead, naturally as well as spiritually. I can't do anything without you. I love you so much, I can't dare step out of your will. I can't dare go against your word. I can't dare sin against you. I don't want to because you are my life. You are the reason I am who I am. You are the reason why I am where I am in my journey in God. Man's love for God is returned. God loves man. God does not worship man as man worships him, but he cares deeply about us. In the beginning, God created mankind. Mankind disobeyed. Mankind didn't do what God told them to do. Yes, Adam and Eve sinned. But at the same time, God spoke word to Adam. And God let him know that if you do this, if you disobey me, you would die. Even though Adam and Eve sinned, God still loved them. He didn't, he, he told them they could not stay in the garden. But even though they got kicked out the garden, that did not mean God did not love them. That did not mean God did not want them. He still loved them. He showed them this from the beginning. He showed mankind from the beginning. If from Genesis all the way through Revelation, you will see the love of God. He's returning, wanting, trying to return his creation back to him. Trying to reconcile. He, he's done all that he could do. He gave his life. But it, it comes to mankind for us to choose to love him. God did not leave them wandering in their sins. Even in the Old Testament times, God had a plan, and it, and it started, and God's plan came after that with the tabernacle plan, where they, every year, they brought a, uh, a sacrifice, and it rolled that sin, uh, the sins that they had, they used animals and blood from animals to sacrifice for their, for their sins to be, to be rolled the next year over. Not their sins be rolled the next year over, y'all know what I'm saying. He made, after thousands of years later, he made the ultimate sacrifice at Calvary. Instead of rolling sins ahead, he now forgives us, those that come to him, and throws their sins into the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered again. In John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We see that God loves us. 
very, very much. Because of love, there came a cross. This was magnificent. God robed himself in flesh, and he took on the form of man. He gave himself a name. And what is his name? Jesus. The saving name. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The greatest saving name. That name that cleans and washes away sins. He was sinless. He, he's the emancipator. Emancipator. Loved by so he was loved by so many. He is loved by so many. Became the he became the object of a crowd's mocking cry. They instigated and they were very cruel to him. It is not enough for us to love religion. It's not enough for us to come to the church and enjoy sitting in air condition or enjoying the beautiful facilities that we have, that is not enough. Everything else is secondary and is seen in a different light when there is true love for the Lord. The rejection, humiliation, excruciating beatings, false accusations, mockings, and ignorance of the crowd tore at very heart of Jesus. Yes, I'm pretty sure it hurt him, but because he's a loving God, he forgave. He forgave, he forgave them for they know not what they did. He forgives us because there are so many people that don't understand and don't know the truth about his love. And many people say, oh, I know God loves me. But do you truly, truly understand his love and what he went through to save us, to deliver us, to, to get us back to our rightful place in him? The cross symbolizes a love for a people that has strayed away from God's love. The world had never known this particular kind of love before. It is called agape love unconditional. Someone said earlier, unconditional love. It is the highest form of love and is born of God. No one can experience it without receiving the Spirit of God. If we don't have, if we don't have the Spirit of God, we don't know Him. If we don't have the Spirit of God, we're not even His. That's scripture. We don't have the spirit of God. We cannot love the way that he wants us to love. We cannot love him the way he desires to be loved. We got to have the Holy Ghost. I'm going to read a story to you. Am I going way past my time? One of the most striking and expressive pictures of Rossetti is that entitled, Found. I don't know if any of you have read this before. The story behind the picture is a touching one. A country boy and country girl fell deeply in love. They pledged to each other their de deathless love. 
But the girl giving into evil influences is lured to the big city. There she sinks into a sewer of sin, throws over her pure and happy past, and even tries to forget the one she loved. He, however, remains true and seeks her everywhere. One day on a Black Friars bridge, he meets a godly, godly, excuse me, dressed woman. He seizes her by the wrist and tells her of his continued love. The one he loves has been found. Isn't that something? It's not that we love him first. It's he that loved us. Right. He found us. He found us. Sometimes I think we have to think about where God brought us from. Because if we don't, we'll forget it and we won't love like we can love those that's coming in. Because those that come, they that come in to the fold, they're not going to start out looking like us. They're not going to start out talking like us. They're not even going to act like us at times. But we still got to love with that perfect love of God. The Rosetti portrayed the deathless love of the man for the woman he loved. So it is that the Lord loves much more a people who had strayed. Matthew 8, 11 says, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. We were lost, but he found us. And I thank God for that. We couldn't find ourselves. We didn't know love. But when we came in and we met Jesus, and he filled us with his precious Holy Ghost and cleansed us of our sins, we experience that true, real love, that agape love. God desires love from his people. Yes, we want the love of God. We, we experience the love of God. But there are times we can neglect God and neglect his love and neglect the fact that he want to be loved too. The love is shown, God's love, or the love that God desires for his people is shown several ways. Number one, how we love and treat other people. That's how God desires us to love him. When we love other people, that lets, lets him know that, yes, you're loving me. You're operating in my love. In Matthew 25 and 40, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the, of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Our level of obedience and surrender 
When we obey, that's showing God love. When we surrender, when we give up things that's, that could separate us from him, that's showing him love. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Praising and worshiping him, that's loving God. In Luke 19, 35 and 40, I'm not reading all those verses, but I'm going to read a little bit. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. So we got to show God love by praising and worshiping him. I don't want a rock crying out of my place. That's showing him love. Showing him love when he blesses us. Showing him love when we go, go and tell somebody, this is what God has done for me. God saved me. He picked me up. He turned me around, placed my feet on solid ground. Wretched and undone, I, 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 I was. I was full of sin, but he cleansed me. He washed me. He healed me. Yes. Testifying, showing God that you love him. Right. Now, scientists tell us that there is a whisper of sound constantly in the airwaves. Some scientists feel this is a continual praise by the elements unto their creator. Even nature shows its love to God. In Psalm 150 and 6, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Y'all know that song. <laughs> That's showing God that we love him. And another one, by ordering our conversation aright or properly, correctly. You're showing God's love when you are speaking in a conversation and it's a conversation that is proper and a correct conversation, not gossiping. Psalm 50 and 23. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him that ordereth his conversation aright or properly, will I show the salvation of God. We've got to love God. We've got to show love to him. We've got to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We've got to love God with all of our being. With, he, he was selfless with his love to us. So selfless. He took on cruelty for us. He could have got his host of angels and destroyed all those people that came against him. But those were his people, and he loved them. But he just didn't leave. He just didn't bring salvation for his, his Jewish people. The word tells us that he brought his salvation for the whole entire world. He gave his life for the whole entire world. That means us. That selfless love. 
we can give selfless love to him by loving him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Our all. And that's basically what God has given me to give to you guys. Just love God with everything. And and I and I'm not coming to you just, you know, just from a book. Because before I brought this lesson to you guys, I had to go through it too. And it was a convicting. It was convicting to me because with my personality, I can get caught up in, in things and it's hard for me to let, let them go because I'm like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And, and I feel like I have to do things in a certain order and my husband always get on to me about that. But the Lord is letting me know you got to drop some things at times. You've got to drop things at times because I am here. I love you. Love me. I love you. I gave you my all. I want you to give me your life. Live your life for me. Live your all for me. Love me with everything. Oh, and Sister Christy, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you, pass it out. <laughs> and I um, print out, this is um, a prayer for the love of God to manifest. And it's scripture. And I'm so sorry, you guys, for being kind of long-winded. But I, I felt that this was needed. And I did what the Lord told me to. But I pray that the Lord, that the word bless you guys and that you take it with you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 How many of you love the Lord? You wouldn't be here if you didn't love him. Can we stand our feet? One thing that when Sister um, Parks was speaking hit me was, this is a 24-7 love. When we love God, it's 24-7. It's not just on Sunday mornings. It's not just on Tuesday night. It's not just when we need him. It is all the time. It is when you wake up in the morning. It is when you go to bed at night. It is when you eat lunch at work. It is when, no matter what, it is a 24-7 love. It is a 365-day-a-year love. That's how he loves us. And that's how the Lord wants to be loved from us. We're just going to take a few minutes just to love the Lord. Because this is love month and, you know, in the natural, we celebrate that. But we just want to love God. He loved us enough that he died on a cross for us. He made himself a body. And he came in mortal flesh that we could be saved, that we could be loved. If we can just take a few minutes just to bless the Lord and love on Him a minute. You know, He does so much for us. But can we take a few minutes just to say, Jesus, I love you. I thank you, Jesus. I just love you for who you are. Not for all the things you have done or you can do. But God, I just love you for you. Because He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He is our Jehovah Jireh, our Jehovah Shalom. He is our everything. 
Jesus, we just love you in this place, oh God. Do a work, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you just let us, oh God, love you. Help us to remember, God, in our coming in and our going out, God, to give you the love that you deserve, God. Lord, we just want to love you with our whole heart, our mind, our body, and our soul, oh God. Lord, the first commandment, hear, O Israel, Lord, the Lord our God is one. And love the Lord thy God. We want to love you, Jesus. I pray, God, that we'll just be ladies that love you, God, and that show that love to you all the time. No matter where we are, God, let us be witnesses for you. Let us just love you and show the love of God that a God may love, God. Sometimes we make it so difficult 
And we make it so about all these other things, but it really is about, do you love Jesus first? Let's keep him first in everything. I'm going to pray. I'm going to dismiss you guys. Thank you so much for coming. I love you all so very much. And just remember, from day to day, every day, keep Jesus, the love of God first. Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, that you first loved us. Help us, God, just to remember every single day, every single moment, God. Your word says pray without ceasing, God, but let us love without ceasing. Let us love you, God, without ceasing, God. No matter how stressed out we are, God, let us remember. Let the love of God show in us and through us and let it just be our first thought. God, if we always will just go to love, Everything else will just fall in place because, Lord, you are the problem solver. You're the miracle worker, God. You're on the throne. Lord, we just want to love you and we just want to just show you that love, God. I thank you. I pray that you go with us, go before us, go round about us, God. Protect us as we go, Lord, to our homes. Protect our families, God. I pray that you will just dispatch angels, God, to go with us and lead us and guide us and order our steps, God. And Lord, as everybody goes to their jobs and their places of business tomorrow, God, I pray that you'll keep us and help us just to always remember let the love of God be rich and grow richly in us and let us always show that, God, to other people. But God, mostly to you, let us show you our love for you. Help us, God, to keep you first in all things. In Jesus' name. Amen. You ladies are dismissed. I love you all so much.
this is literally.
It's out there. You, you can't get much more. I'm not a fact. Yeah?
Elementary school, Sunday morning. Right, but you still. But I didn't grow up drinking coffee. Yeah, I had a lot. Gus, she's over here. She lived in Chicago for a long time. She drank coffee. Black coffee. I'm no sugar, no coffee. As long as you can make it. I mean, she was drinking all day. Oh, God, I don't know what. I am happy. We had a campus meeting.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.